how do you update a 40-year-old worship center? Stick around, and we'll talk about that and a whole lot more with our special guest on this episode of Here at Home. Welcome to the Here at Home podcast, a podcast about the people here at McGregor, their stories, their ministry, and their love for Jesus. My name is Mark Bricker, and I'm your host for the Here at Home podcast. And joining me on today's episode are two of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Mr. Kerry Robinson and Russell Howard. Welcome, guys. Hey, Bubba. Thank Good to you, be here. Mark. Yeah, this is this is a little bit different. Uh, I mean, I've had both of you, I think, on my podcast in the past, but putting you both together, maybe uh, stacking the deck a little bit here. But since Kerry um, lifted the restraining order and he and I are allowed to be in the same room, it, it's made things like this a lot more comfortable. It really has. It yeah. really, really has. So I am I am super super glad to have you here. And you heard the the topic in my opening little tease. How in the world do you go about renovating a forty year old? And it's not quite forty years, but it's almost 40 years. We're in the same year now. Very close. 83, yeah, What time of year was it? And, and We moved in in December. Oh, okay. so right at the end of 83. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but if I, just, I've, said, I've said 40 years in various settings talking about this stuff. Because it, it was 83 that they okay. moved in. So mm-hmm. All right. December of 83. Technically, you weren't wrong, but... Not too, too, not too much te- wrong. Too much wrong. Yeah. Gener- generally, you were Round, rounding error. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because both of you have a lot of involvement in that process. But before we get to talking about the worship center project, Russell, I thought it would be good for our listeners because some might not know what we mean when we talk about renew, and particularly when we say renew phase two. Does that mean there was a phase one? There so was. Back up with me about five years. Yeah. And talk a little bit about why the renew emphasis to begin with. The the original sort of headspring of the renew emphasis was was really two major factors. Um, one was since the since the two thousand eight economic hardship right. some some pretty pricey uh, ongoing maintenance issues had just frankly been un, under under dealt with underserved we had some uh, largely air conditioning infrastructure issues that that had not gotten enough attention and a few other areas of infrastructure and then with hurricane Irma mm. back then in 17 17 uh, really whacked the campus hard and you know, as a lot of homeowners found out, your uh, insurance pays for everything except claims, and we were <laughs> and we were left with a we were left with a lot of things that if they were going to get taken care of, we were going to take care of them. So, looking around at some finishing up some of the uh, Hurricane Irma damage, as well as dealing with some of this, okay, we've got to get caught up on some of this deferred stuff, as well as some just areas of the campus that were badly in need of updating right we bundled all that together and put together a a a package of about two million dollars worth of needs uh, knowing all along that the worship center would would be sort of lurking in the background as a big priority but we decided to deal with the other stuff first and so we did what we called renew which is a great overall mm-hmm. um, uh, description of what we're doing. Renew phase one, which was originally to be a two-year, $2 million campaign, and then along came COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it became a three-year 
plus. campaign, three year plus, really, <laughs> because, for example, one big visible thing, the new glass on Main Street is one of the sort of trailing yep. major priorities coming out of Renew One that's just now paid for a long time ago, but just now getting done or just recently getting done. This was the the brochure that we handed out. There it in, is. Uh, the fall of 2018. There is a section in, back here, and we'll get to this in a minute, but uh, where did I, oh, phase two is even mentioned in this. Oh, wow. If you want to know when the, the focus was anticipated to be, remember two-year <laughs> campaign, we oh, were hoping wow. that 21 and 22, mm-hmm. we would be working on phase two. That was, but God had other plans. He always reserves for himself that right. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So wrapping up phase one, still got a few little projects. All yeah. the money though has, has been given for that and that's taken care of. You know, the fun thing about that is um, so many of our very faithful members at McGregor got into a rhythm of giving to Renew and they didn't stop. And so the congregation uh, acted and we sent out word that beginning in January of 22, everything that was given to Renew was then uh Funnel toward Renew Phase 2 since Renew Phase 1 had ended. And God's people have been so faithful for this last um, 15, 16 months now to continue to give to Renew, which is a blessing. All right. So, Kerry, how did you get involved in leading this project called Renew Phase (laughs) 2? How did I get involved in okay. it, Russell? Okay. <laughs> Russell came to me, it was, I guess, shortly in after we started phase one. And yeah, it's been years yeah, it's been since years. we had our first quick conversation. We actually had, you had invited me to a conversation that we had with a different contractor out of Orlando mm-hmm. years ago, years before ago. phase one, and said, hey, something that is going to happen eventually, and we started talking about it then, and then when... Uh, after phase one, I think you came to me and asked me if I would be a point person on kind of heading up heading phase up. two. Well, walk me through some of the early on process that you went through. Uh, how'd you get people involved in the mm-hmm. team, the planning? What was, what'd that look like the first six months or so as you got, mm-hmm. got rolling? Uh, before we started anything, um, you know, Russell and I came up with a list of names. We ran them through the elders, um, came up with a team. There's a team of 10 people, some staff, some elders uh, and some lay people. Um, great, great team of mm. people. Uh, some people that have some uh, background in construction, design, architecture, painting contractor, uh, but people that we thought that had value and could speak into the process. Right. Uh, and they have. It's been a wonderful experience working with them. Um, so the first thing was organizing a team. Uh, and then uh, we commenced. Uh, starting to talk to contractors and there was a big learning curve on how all of that works which I had never experienced before you know it's not just as simple as calling up a contractor and say we want to remodel our auditorium or our worship center Um, there's different ways to go about these type of things and so I and the team um, started doing some research on how you how you do that do you do a construction design, do you go out and find an architect and do the design and then put that design to the builder, uh, you know, how all of that works. Um, so we interviewed a couple different local contractors first and even in talking to them, they were great even in talking to them, um, they unearthed a lot of questions that we had and gave us a lot of insight into what we should be doing. And we were very comfortable moving forward with one of those two different 
companies. Not sure exactly how we were going to go about it, uh, but then we discovered um, the or the company that we're going to go with is Church Interiors out of North Carolina. And they do hundreds of church renovations every year. So what they came to us with um, just far exceeded our local companies because our local guys don't do church renovations primarily. They do right. a lot of other things. So yeah, li- I mean, literally hundreds a year, right? Yep. I mean, that's not that's yep. not a that's not a uh, exactly. marketing exaggeration. That's they've been around forever, and they've done by now. They've probably done thousands yep. Of, yep. of churches. And they were able to, even in the initial conversation, you know, they said things that the local contractors didn't say. And not that, it's it just because of their base of knowledge. They've just done so they much. Work with their pews, they work yeah. with these kind of buildings and flooring and seating and those type of things. Let, so. me, let me stop for just a minute. We should have said this on the front end. What's the scope of this project? So in case someone's listening and they don't know, what, what exactly is your, your scope? Hmm. The e- easy thing is, I, I say anything from the walls inside of the worship center. of the worship center, right. um, and that includes flooring, seating, painting, uh, some minor tweaking of the of the platform and technology. Um, but inside that, you could start saying, "Well, bathroom." I mean, there are a lot yeah, of other things, but those things, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's the big scope is if you think of it inside the walls forward inside worship center proper uh everything's going to be touched right. pretty much with one one noteworthy uh exception to that is as we have um good as mark I've, I've been here for 20 years you've been here a little bit longer carrie has been here a lot a lot longer <laughs> i was going to say something so respectful about yeah. your your longevity uh okay. now i'm just going to say something mean about your age i just thought you were going to join ryan flint uh, Ryan Flynn likes to rag on you about your age, but he is, he's heavily burdened by his excessive youth. That's it. Yeah, That's yeah. It. he really is. But we are, the, the, the parking lots have been mm. a, my goodness, those parking lots need work since I came. And that's been 20 years. And every one of those conversations, we've been right. They need work. And so while we're while we're taking the auditorium offline in time to come, seems to be a good time also to take the parking lot around the auditorium offline. Mm-hmm. So in our west side parking lot is going to get a noteworthy renewal as well. Update as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so back to um, the process. You have found this company, Church Interiors. You begin to have conversations with them. You realize, wait a minute, they have a lot of expertise. What are some of the steps that happen in working with a company such as Church Interiors? Uh, they flew down. Um, several of them from Church Interiors uh, flew down and met with our team, talked to our team, um, throughout, well, went through the worship center probably for a couple hours, uh, and they were throwing out ideas, concepts. They um, had a big board in the big whiteboard in the worship center and were writing down different ideas and thoughts and scope and things they were gonna you know could could do for us and um, so that's where it all started. Uh, felt really comfortable coming out of that, um, and and then it was back to them to start laying out what that looks like. Mm. So we could have been well into our uh, fundraising process by now if it wouldn't have been for Ian. Right. Uh, we, yeah. Speaking of hurricanes that start with I, yeah. Irma, and Ian. Irma started this whole renew thing in part, and now uh, Ian. Ian has affected our timeline. Yep. Yeah. But we were ready to roll out the design the week that Ian hit. Mm. 
uh, and obviously that didn't happen. So we punted it and we picked back up in January. Yeah. I think you were wise to wait. Uh, yeah. Oh, a yeah, time. absolutely. Yeah. yeah Poor exactly. Time. So that process continued until you were able to kind of come up under an agreement on, hey, this is kind of what we want. And here's a rough estimate of what it's going to cost, right. even though we can't build anything until we have the money. So we know that can change. Uh, then your team was able to present that to the to the church to let them see and begin that 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 campaign process that we're in now of raising money. So go through a little bit about what that, and I don't know if you have these numbers in the top of your head, uh, but what kind of numbers, uh, in, in case someone has missed any of those rollouts or anything where we went, or those earlier meetings where we talked about it, give us some of the, the breakdown and, and just kind of general. Yeah. In, in, in very broad categories. strokes, the, uh, the, the sort of simplistic way to think about it is the worship center scope itself, sort of that inside the walls mm -hmm. scope, is probably about 3.4 million. Now I say probably about, because again, in a typical church interiors process, the church is going to take their work and go to the bank and borrow the money. Right. But we don't right. borrow money here. No. We, we've, we've learned that lesson as a church body and we're not on a high horse about that for other churches, but for this body of Christ, that that's just not a good thing to suggest for us. Um, so things are are more loose than they otherwise would be, but about 3.4 million to accomplish what we need to accomplish in the worship center. About half a million for the uh, work in the parking lot. And then because we are going to be chasing the pricing a little bit, we're not going to the bank to borrow the money and start next week. We've put in about $300,000 for a, uh, the prices are gonna shift around. Call it an owner's contingency if you're right. familiar with construction. So that puts us at about 4.2 million. Already, because of the generosity of the McGregor Baptist Church and the faithfulness of the Lord through 2022 and 2023 to date, more than 200,000 has already been raised. So what we're Only saying got 4 million is, left to go. What we're saying is from the time of the public um, rollout on the 26th, from that time forward, what we're doing is raising $4 million, right. which we'll put with the, the money that's already been given. So a big overall total of about 4.2, um, maybe a bit more depending on, on what's been raised once all is said and done. And then that $4 million beginning back on the 26th and going forward to when we have it. Right. I'm gonna come back and talk a little bit about the fundraising in just a minute, but oh. uh, I wanna ask you both, what of the, of the renderings that Church Interiors has produced, what specific thing excites you the most about uh, the, the refresh, the renovation? Anything in there that like, wow, this is... I haven't heard I, you answer this, so... I gotta, I gotta choose one. I'm gonna let you go first so that uh, if you've got mine, okay, I can I've, shift I've right quick. I've gotta do two. Okay. Uh, I would say it, there's definitely a tweak um, in the platform design, and I think that that is, looks really, really nice on the renderings. But I also am really excited about the new seating. I think that seating, you know, we could get away with the platform as is. We've done it for 40 year, almost 40 years. But the pews are problematic. You mm -hmm. know, they're falling apart. Yes. They're not not standing up any longer. They've had their use. Uh, so having new seating, and I think it's just going to make the worship center look amazing. Um, but it would be between the platform and the pews. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna overlap with my brother a little bit. I also am excited. Um, 
I guess it's an occupational hazard, Brother Mark, that the three of us uh, are being on the on the preaching team. We experience that room differently than some people do because right. we have a sort of the platform I view mm-hmm. and the 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 new tweak, the the extension that that mm-hmm. folks by now will have seen in, in video and rendering brings the uh, brings the platform experience for those of us who preach up there we're, we're further out and we're lower there's a, just a much better potential connection to the congregation right uh, I also am excited about the seating but I am excited about the overhead lighting mm-hmm. yeah. it's a funny thing and I, I get joked about that it's my aging eyes <laughs> but heretofore when you turn the house lights all the way up in the worship center it still just looks dark in there there. Mm-hmm. And the uh, ability to, and, and not everything should be full bright, but when you want to go full on, it's bright in the worship center. It'll be nice to have hardware that can do that. Just imagine how bad those pews in the carpet would look if we could go really yes. full bright. So maybe it's yes. a good thing right yes. now. It's, it's the grace of God that we can't really <laughs> see what the pews and carpet look like in the present situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Go ahead. If you had one of our, I, w- I should say, we have a couple of people that served on our team that are part of our worship and, and arts ministry. And if you had them answering the question, yeah, how would they answer? They yeah. would say some of the technology upgrades. Um, there is going to be like what we experienced this past December with an LED wall on the platform uh, that could project words, that could do images, uh, which everybody just loved that. Yeah. So, What's the term you're using for that? Russell? I, I call it the center screen hmm. uh, because for me that get, that <laughs> gets funny. that gets to the what it's in the center. and not and well <laughs> it's a screen. The, the 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 fact that it happens to be LED, I don't care if it's LED or if yeah. it's candles yeah. and shadow puppets. If it does what it's supposed to do, <laughs> the tech isn't for me the tech isn't the point. The the idea of having a large central screen where, for example, while the screens up top are doing their job, which is image magnification mm-hmm. for the for the people in the congregation that, that like having that. Things like scripture citations or lyrics or uh, a graphic that is in support of the the message, Mm -hmm. a a photograph or a map or anything can persist on the center screen and and be there for a while without having to cut back to IMAG as we have to do now on the large screen. So just that that flexibility. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think I think it's going to be a a really neat feature of the room. I do, too. And I know that our our guys that work in our music ministry are super pumped about that. So yeah, yeah. because they they've seen based on the experience last December, they've seen what they can provide for the congregation if that tool is a more permanent part of the room. Like that. Let's talk a little bit about fundraising because that's the one thing that people are like. Oh goodness, that's all they're going <laughs> to talk about this yeah. fundraising. But we've gone about it very differently than what most people that had a campaign of four million dollar yeah. plus uh, talked. Talk to us a little bit about why we did it and why we're doing it the way we are doing it uh, instead of having a big blowout yeah. kind of thing with the pledge cards and all that yeah. stuff. Um, I, I don't want a broken record this, but um, give or take 20 years, I think 22, 23 years, uh, a decade or so longer than that. Almost maybe 40 Almost 40 years. He was almost here when the, they broke ground right on <laughs> Yeah. No, after we moved in. We, um, we know the body of Christ at McGregor. And I feel very, very confident saying that, that this body of Christ, more than any I've ever served, 
and you know, it's funny, half, half my years of vocational ministry now, more than half my years of vocational ministry have been here and all of yours and probably more than half of yours as well. This body of Christ does not respond well to gimmicks and gamemanship. They respond extraordinarily well to a straightforward challenge. A guys, ladies, brothers, sisters, this is what this is what we'd like to see done, and this is what it costs. Um, there certainly are heightened, you know, spiritual challenges. We certainly have challenged people to to be prayerful and deliberate. Um, pledge cards are a terrific tool. Their origin. And I don't know of any lenders who would use them this way today, but the origin of the pledge card was so you could go to a bank and say, look, you can confidently loan us $5 million because we have $8 million pledged. Um, in our case, with this particular emphasis, $20 million in pledges does us no good. Mm -hmm. We're going on this project when we have $4 million in hand. Um, so a pledge number is irrelevant. Um, also... Uh, one of the reasons that we we have not done altar calls, and I know this is not what this is about, but an altar call often, not always, I want to be careful, but often the mechanics of the altar call are designed to get you into a heightened emotional state where you make a big commitment in that heightened emotional state, and that commitment may or may not outlast that emotional state. Well, we don't want to do that when people are making the most important commitment of their lives, right. the, the, the repenting and following Jesus. I don't think we want to do it in any other commitment either. Fanning up an emotional state and making some big ask and getting something written on a card so we can invoice you for the next couple of years if you don't stay current, just that's not McGregor. Uh, and I don't think it's any of our leadership style personally. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Uh, seek God, inform the bride of Christ, and let's see what the Lord does through his people. Which is not a whole lot different than what we did with Renew Phase That's 1. That's right. Very similar. The only difference is we could start projects along the way as we had the money. Right. For those here, it's one big project, essentially. That yeah, the Renew win. 1 projects were independent mm. sort of sub-projects that yeah. we could we could spend the money as it came in. Yeah. Uh, this one, no. It, we, we, go, we go when we've got all the money. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Carrie? I was just going to say, I think uh, what one of the things I love about not doing the pledge cards or doing the traditional pledge campaign um, is that it just feels more us as to what it Russell does. said. Mm -hmm. and, it's family. You know, we, yeah, we, it is family. And here's the ask. And when God's people respond, we will move forward and not before. And um, it has been in our conversation, in our conversation with different people, different churches, uh, even our the church, the the company that we're working with, Church Interiors, is like nobody does it this way. <laughs> well, we're doing it this way, yeah. uh, and they, they're having a, a challenge even getting their head around it. And it does create some challenges because they're pricing us in twenty twenty three dollars, and they Who have knows, no idea right? when the it's going to get holds, built. Right. Which I get that that gives yeah. them some anxiety, and they have more than. <laughs> more than many times reminded me, you know, these are today's dollars, the best we can do, you know, and there will going to be some changes. And, and that underscores, uh, and again, in, in terms of just an honest appeal, uh, I think the body of Christ at McGregor um, 
will appreciate the fact that borrowing is not even on the table. Uh, but that that opens the door for us to be able to honestly say we are we are chasing the pricing. Hmm. And the more rapidly we're able to have this money in hand, the further, the closer to reality those 2023 numbers will remain. Right. Um, the longer it takes, the more we're going to have to prepare for contingency to chase to chase those prices. Yeah, Southwest Florida is growing. Did you notice? Yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess this means we're not going to have a sell a pew try to raise money. Uh, I'll sell you all you want of the old ones. See, that's how many, would, that's how many a great idea. Why how many would you like to have some of those? How many of the old ones would you like to deliver to your house? Because I know guys <laughs> with trucks and everything. I don't think I want one, but uh, <laughs> I'm there for you, man. Yeah. I think there's some things that we could uh, raise some money. We could probably find a good one upstairs in the balcony. Maybe that's uh, Wade's got a pew. Out. Wade's got a pew you in think, his office. You think we could sell him some of the organ pipes? There, I said it. Oh, there you go. I, I think you could. I think you could raffle some of those yeah. off too. Who knows? Or at least yeah. get them melted down for their metal value. Uh, they are heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Heavy metal. <laughs> hey, one last thing, uh, and I haven't heard this a lot. Occasionally, it'll pop up. But what are we going to do? First of all, how long is it going to take? And then, what are we going to do in the meantime while that renovation is taking place? Because we're still going to meet for church, right? Oh, we are. <laughs> church Interiors has told us. Uh, their timeline, which is another one of the advantages of using somebody that does renovations for churches, is that because it's not have, a wild guess with them. Yeah, they've got yeah, a good feel for they've it. They've got a good feel. They've got some experience, but they said three to four, a good three to four months. Okay. Um, and while we are displaced from the worship center, we will do worship in the fellowship hall, which will adjust some of our life groups. Which a lot of them are our senior adult life groups in the back, which we will have to figure that out. Where they go? Yeah, just like we did for yep. Irma and well, Ian and the, yeah, the, be the beautiful thing about that is if you look at if you look at Irma, COVID, and Ian, just in the last just few years, yeah. we've had three different noteworthy interruptions that have taken our Sunday morning usual way of doing things and just scrapped it for a for a time. Uh, I think an argument could be made that in every case, this body of Christ, the McGregor Baptist Church, emerged from each of those stronger for it. Mm -hmm. This body of Christ responds so well and is so resilient under difficulty. It's a it's an amazing thing to see. I think the Renew to Worship Center interruption will have the same effect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It'll be it'll be crazy, yeah. but people, it'll be a healthy crazy. And people will be super excited about what's happening, yeah. why they are being displaced, and yeah, yeah. Any way that uh, have you figured out a way that folks can stay updated on where we are on the on the giving to that? Is that going to be in the monthly around McGregor handout? Is there going to be a big thermometer somewhere? <laughs> the specifics of how we haven't figured out yet. We do know it's important to let people track, and and we'll be using. Uh, you know, one of the ways we're stronger since since COVID, for example, is things like podcast channels didn't exist at McGregor well until we we upped our online presence mm -hmm. game in the wake of COVID and, and other ways remain viable too. we'll be talking about it. Yeah. And maybe we'll have you guys back uh, in another six months or so and just we can kind of give an update. 
things might have changed in some other areas yeah. as well. So, mm. And I do believe that the web page, by the time you're hearing this podcast, I think the web page will be up and running. And yeah. that, information that will be a good way. Yeah, to McGregor.net slash renew is going to be a great resource to, to, to look Find at, out what's, to going look on at what's going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much. I think at this point, we've gone long enough. We'll wrap up this episode of Here at Home. And thank you, the listeners, so much. Uh, I just can't say thank you enough for listening to our podcast. And if you haven't yet subscribed, please do that as soon as you can and share that and let other people know that uh, you enjoy listening to the Here at Home podcast, as well as many other podcasts we have here at McGregor. As you were mentioning, Pastor Russell, we have, they just keep coming. Well, they we, do. Yes. I told you about one just a little before we started recording. You didn't even know I, we had. Nobody tells me anything. The, uh, yeah, the Around <laughs> McGregor podcast. It's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you back here in a couple weeks right here at home.